And I'm Grace. And this is what we wish people knew. Welcome to this week's episode of What I Wish People Knew about alternative methods to cope with ADD, ADHD symptoms. I've recently noticed an increase in worries and concerns of the long-term side effects of ADHD medication. Many of the people in my life who take medication for ADHD or ADD have shared with me their feelings of frustration and hopelessness about the reliance on medication for the treatment of these disorders. I began to notice that there was a plethora of information on how to safely wean yourself off of medication but very little on what can be substituted in place of the medication. In other words, people feel terrified to stop taking medication without having some skills or techniques to fill that void. Before we begin, I want to note that medications are a viable option for many people and have been very successful for the treatment of ADD ADHD. I also understand, however, that relying on medication alone can be problematic for some people in the long term. This can be due to changes in lifestyle, physical health concerns, and as our tolerance for the medication increases over time, it can also become less effective. So in this episode, we're going to discuss some techniques and skills you can use in replacement of your medication or to use while you are weaning off of your medication or even along with your medication to increase its overall effectiveness. So persons with ADD or ADHD have various symptoms, including but not limited to difficulty concentrating, difficulty sleeping, lack of motivation, decreased energy, racing thoughts, and high levels of energy. Alternative methods to manage these symptoms include. So for trouble completing a task, um, we recommend a couple of things for the symptom. For one, stop comparing yourself to people who don't have ADD or ADHD and expecting to be able to approach things in the same manner. For the majority of people, completing an item on a to-do list um, or a project in one sitting is a normal expectation. If you're a person who has attention difficulties and you have the same expectation, you're setting yourself up for failure because your brain functions differently and therefore you need to approach things differently. It's important to take breaks. It's very important that you allow yourself time to move around and clear your mind. Schedule breaks into your day and adjust your goals accordingly. For example, let's say you need to write an expense report by the end of the day. You're expecting this to take two hours. However, you should plan to spend about three hours on this. That extra time will reduce feelings of anxiety and will allow you to take breaks your brain needs. It can also be helpful to break goals down into very small action steps. So most people have a list of things that need to get done throughout the week, and they'll assign a couple of items to complete each day. If you're a person with ADD or ADHD, this might not be the best approach for you. Instead, try accomplishing small pieces of each task every day. Break each task down into very small action steps that can be completed throughout the week. This will allow you to take breaks from one task and satisfy your need for variety. These small tasks will seem much more manageable and will keep your brain engaged and busy. Another way is to increase level of motivation and energy. So start your morning out right. It's really important you begin your morning with an activity that will jumpstart your brain. Exercising in the morning provides a natural increase in dopamine, similar to the one you receive from your medication. Uh, Another one is green tea. Green tea is a natural caffeine and provides similar benefits as medication. Green tea is a natural way to give your body a boost and it also increases brain activity. 
So mindfulness is another one. Practicing mindfulness is really helpful in the treatment of ADD or ADHD symptoms. It's important that you find the right activity for you, and there are a lot of options. If you have difficulty sitting still, you can try finding a more active mindfulness practice, such as yoga, progressive muscle relaxation, or even um, using a guided meditation. Uh, your diet is another way. It's important you maintain a healthy diet. If you're struggling with low energy, you can consider incorporating more protein in your diet or protein snacks throughout the day. So here are some activities that increase brain activity. Uh, some activities include um, the activities in the same way that ADHD medication does. So some of these include social activities, sunlight, exercise, and decreasing our sugar intake. Another thing is to get an activity buddy. For activities or chores you struggle to find motivation to complete, find someone who can do them with you. Even if you're doing both separate activities, most persons with ADD or ADHD strongly benefit from being around others when working. So sleep. It's really important for you to get enough sleep, especially if you're slowly weaning off of medication or even if you're new to taking. Um, if you're weaning off of medication, you may have trouble falling asleep, especially um, if you're just starting your medication too. So taking a sleep aid can be helpful using lavender essential oil um, or drinking a warm, non-caffeinated beverage uh, before bed can be really helpful. So some other healthy sleep habits can include establishing a bedtime routine and trying to be consistent with what time you go to bed. I recommend even beginning this routine at least 30 minutes before the time you want to be asleep by. So this will give you time to decompress and unwind from your day. Um, it's also helpful to not use electronics one hour before you go to bed. That blue light in our electronic devices stimulates our brain and can make it really hard for us to fall asleep right after using them. And then spend time in bed doing something relaxing like reading, meditating, journaling. Your bedtime routine shouldn't just be the activities that you do before getting into your bed, like brushing your teeth or showering. It should also include some time to relax. It's important to stay organized. It's important that you find the method that works best for you to keep track of your responsibilities. So you can use a handwritten planner or calendar and place it where you can see and reference it, reference it easily. And then another thing you can do is to color code things to make it easy and clear to spot. Another way is to set alarms and reminders on your phone. Therapy can also be helpful, although we've outlined some tips that you can use to cope with ADD or ADHD symptoms. These techniques in this episode are very broad. The benefit of seeing a therapist is that you can learn and practice these techniques that are specific to your needs and lifestyle. I hope this podcast was helpful for anyone looking for some alternative methods for treating and coping with ADD or ADHD symptoms. As always, feel free to reach out to Sarah or I if you have any questions or you want to share some of your own methods that you use. And thank you again for listening to What I Wish People Knew.